It is 19 minutes before the hour here on the Treadle Arts Radio Show, and it's it's the wrong it's the wrong prescription for the wrong problem. All right, <laughs> Ava Castillo joins us now for the ins and outs of immigration this morning. Brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis. He says Manchester is undergoing a renaissance, and he has crafted a 12-point blueprint to harness that energy. Top on the list is taxes and spending. The mayor pledges to veto any budget that breaks the tax cap and will fight vigorously to keep the tax rate from skyrocketing. Learn more about the mayor's 12-point plan, which includes tackling the opioid epidemic, safer streets and neighborhoods, paving the future, Better schools and oh, so much more at tedgatzis.com slash plan. That's tedgatzis.com slash plan. Good morning, Ava. Good morning. How are you? I'm unbelievable. How are you? Good. Yeah, you sound unbelievable for a Monday. For, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, uh, I, was a, I, was a, I was a child actor. I used to belong to the New Hampshire Children's Theater. Ah, so and, you can fake it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. One thing that was drilled into me and all of the performers there were that the people who show up deserve your best performance, no matter how bad you feel, how many good you feel, you got to put on your game face mm-hmm. and do the show. Not that I'm feeling poorly, by the way. No. I feel fine, but I am tired. Yeah. Well, all that walking, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of walking. I saw, saw your neighborhood. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice neighborhood. Now, see, to me, nice I was going. Was talking. I was out with uh, Jimmy LaHoo, and I was walking with Jimmy. I said, you know, this is exactly what they should be doing on South Mammoth Road. Neighborhood like the one that that's you're in. Right. That's exactly what they that's should be doing right. on Instead South Mammoth Road. Instead of the hen house that they're planning on <laughs> making out there. Hen house. <laughs> yeah, that's going to, imagine Mammoth yeah. Road is going to be a disaster. It's already from Candia Road on to, to uh, right past Lake the Ave. Green Acres or something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that place in the peak hours, it takes forever to get there. In the little gas station, yeah. too, on Massabesicum or Massasombari. Massabesic. That one. Uh, in the little gas station, people cross all over the place. Oh, it it's takes a mess. you forever. It's a mess. So imagine yeah. when they have no way. That's going to destroy well, our quality of life. And you know, the funny thing is, is while, while we were door knocking, we found an enormous number of people in that neighborhood who actually moved to Manchester from some other place for that neighborhood. That's right. I was like, "Wow!" So it, uh, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really cool. So there's your house on top of a hill. Mm-hmm. So you were saying you bought the first lot down there? Yeah, huh? ours was the first house in the whole complex that was built. There you go. So you saw it built, it built up around you, huh? Built up around. I, I buried pennies and crystals all over the place in my foundation and everything. So it was pretty cool. We like that. Cool. So how long now? How long? Uh, how long have you been there? Oh. Since 2000, was it four, I think? 2004, or, yeah. Or so seven, I, I, I don't remember. Honestly, it's or the first seven, time. It, four or seven, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, now that, that honestly, it's the first time that I've been down in that, uh, through that neighborhood. Yeah, because if you don't it's have a, a business there, you don't, you know, the, nobody yeah. goes there because, right. yeah, you, people just keep going straight on Budwell. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what I like. And my husband was really excited, too, because he said, oh, my God, we have city water. We have everything. And it's nice because it's away from everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's good. There you go. So there. In, I, was in, I was in your hood. In my hood. <laughs> what do you have for us this morning, Ava? I have a bunch of new things. Let yes. Me see. And by the way, I have to tell you uh-huh. that I, I, I traded Facebook messages with my buddy Dwayne. 
Yes, he now, was here. And I actually called him. I left a voicemail message. I told him to call me so he could make arrangements. Did he follow instructions? No. So what happens when I open up my, my Facebook this morning as I'm coming on the air? I see a message from Dwayne Saturday afternoon. I'm done for the day, so anytime this evening is good, I'm preaching at Brookside Congregational mm-hmm. at 10, but available after 11.30. My flight is at 5 tomorrow. I saw it this morning at oh. like 6 o'clock when I, I came on I was with him air. at Brookside, and I was with him Saturday when he was preaching at the conference. Oh, my yeah. God. That guy is such a shaker. He's so cool. I love him. <laughs> well... I, uh, I'm about ready to choke him because evidently he either doesn't check his voicemail or he doesn't follow directions. Dwayne, that's what it means when I say, call me. Every, but everybody wanted him, you know. So he spent the whole day at the conference Saturday. I went to the UCC conference Saturday mm-hmm. uh, all day, and he was there all day. And and then uh, yesterday we mm-hmm. were at Brookside, and then we went downstairs for the oh, empty bowls. He sent me a note at uh, 156 saying he's done for the day. Anytime. Call, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. we went downstairs. He was downstairs just hanging out. Cool. Well, I missed him. Empty but bowls. he'll be back, right? Oh, yeah. All right, he'll good. be back. We're not And this time, you, 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 you send him the message. Call him. Yeah. No, he wanted to see you. You know? The good thing with him is that he's a bishop, but he's also a community organizer. Yeah, so I know. Kinda, I know. He was a coolest, troublemaker back in college, too, but I love him. He's got the coolest balance, and he talked very fondly yesterday about your parents. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he met the folks. He came up to my house a couple times when we were in college. In fact, in his sermon, he said that he, you know, when when he was in college, he had a friend that that lived in New Hampshire, and he came a couple times and, and, and visited his family. And that's what he said in his sermon at, yeah, at well Brookside. That, so. that, well, that's, I wish I was there. I would have gone if I'd known anyway. Yeah. All right. So on to what you want to talk about. So, <laughs> well, the, with the UCC conference, they, the, I was there because uh, they were trying to pass a resolution uh, to in solidarity with the immigration movement. And it, it passed unanimously. Oh, well, that's shocker. Senor, so we have a ton of support. I'm pretty sure some people might not have been too, too keen on it, but after listening to Dwayne speaking, nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not trying to say that you know, Dwayne bullied anybody or anything. No, right? no. no, but, you know, he put it, he asked people to put their money where their mouth is. Um, so he did, he, no, the, his sermon was amazing. Um, I was just listening to the previous the person in online, and it reminded me that now President Trump has uh, ordered Homeland Security to monitor the all the what is it the social media mm-hmm. of every person that lives in in this country that is not a U.S. citizen by birth. So that means including me who. The what is it? Naturalized citizens, legal permanent residents, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty annoying, you know. Well, I, I I've not heard this. What what, what was the order? Was it an executive order? Yeah. No, I don't know what kind of order. But now DHHS is going to be monitoring every single person that was not born in this country. They're going to be monitoring uh, the yeah. Check it out. Uh, the uh, social media. So I say, oh, my God, so now it's not even enough to become a citizen. So what else do we have to be branded from birth here to become Americans and to be accepted? So that's one more division that Mr. 45 
has created. So that's pretty annoying. But whatever. I, I didn't hear you complaining much about the divisions created by Obama. Well, I did not really feel any divisions, to tell you the truth. So... You say that again? I did not feel any divisions. Mm. People were upset because there, there was a different party in, in, in thing, but I did not feel he was singling people out to to be treated as second-class citizens. If I had a son, he'd look just like Trayvon. Oh, no, that wasn't doing anything. No. Okay, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security was tracking the social media accounts of immigrants to the U.S., including green card holders and naturalized citizens. Uh-huh. We reached out, but... The agency uh, days gets in, and now DHS says that nothing about the policy is new. There are still a number of questions that remain, but DHS insists that the policy, which was just announced in the Federal Register last week, actually dates back to 2012. The agency did not explain why the policy was just being published now and says that it was necessary under the Privacy Act. And then they have an email so it would appear that this is not an order of the Trump administration, and perhaps the Trump administration discovered that it was taking place and made it public. Maybe. I've always known they check us. Like, you know, I always tell people, do not think that you live in such a free country because we are a very controlled nation in many ways. So, you know, under the illusion of being free. But, you know, it's pretty annoying anyways to discover whoever did it is it's pretty annoying, but who cares? I, you know, I am always very careful what I post. Right, and this anyways. is the um, <clears throat> well. It looks like this outfit that I found, Gizmodo, is the one that originally broke the story. So I'm going to take them as the authoritative source on what's happening. I gave Josh the link. We'll publish it with this archive so that people can go and read it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, certainly we wouldn't have. I mean, but you know, then there's the other extreme, right? You know, uh, we we are all aware in the wake of the San Bernardino shootings. That uh, one of the reasons why the radicalized wife of the uh, of the couple was allowed into the country was because nobody checked her social media accounts because Homeland Security considered it a violation of potential immigrant and refugees to check their social media accounts. And mm-hmm. if they had looked at her social media accounts, they would have seen that she was an open and unapologetic jihadist that wanted to kill Americans. Well, but I mean that there's that kind of stupidity out I there know, too. I know. So, but where does it where does it end? You know, today, if we accept that, if we accept that today, then what's going to happen tomorrow? And I saw, you know, what happened in Venezuela, and with the media and the lack when they first started, you know, uh, checking everybody, and then they started, you know, closing the media that disagreed. With the right. regime, and you know, if we go down that road, I've already been there. My country's already been there, and look where it's at right now. Right. So that that is well, pretty scary. Well, but then again, we're also looking at this in the context of a country that um, is listening to every phone conversation. Oh is yeah, listening is reading every email is building these massive data centers across the country to house what they call the anonymous quote unquote metadata. Uh, all part of this. So why should we be surprised? Uh, no, and, why, and why should we think, by the way, that only only people of varying immigration statuses, non-natives, are having their social media accounts? Uh, you know. No, I know we're all. I mean, you're talking to a guy who got thrown into Facebook jail because <laughs> people complained that a post was uh, spam, and so I mean, my my Facebook page has been tied up in knots ever since. I know. No, that is pretty scary. When yeah, when, that's your boy Theo Grow doing that. By the way, 
that's not my boy. I've seen him once. So <laughs> my only boy is my hubby and my two kids. No, I know. I'm just my giving you a hard time. Or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's that's pretty. And, and also this division about party is so ridiculous that people are have to be People have to be st- sticking to their corner and shooting themselves in the foot because they have to pledge blind allegiance to whatever. I mean, I, it well, is that's so- why I'm, I'm I'm even less popular with most Republicans in the party establishment than I am with the Democrats because I don't I don't uh, I, I wander off the reservation when I think that they uh, that they have. That's right. It's so ridiculous that people, instead of thinking about you know making things better for the community, they they begin to function in function of a party that the parties don't give a hood about anybody. You know, I have to watch. I have to remember. <laughs> I'm in the radio. My, my mom used to say that I talk like a truck driver. You know, <laughs> no insult to the truck drivers, uh, <laughs> but. You know, it, it's so sad. It's so sad to see that that people, instead of doing the good for the community, they're always working, creating more more division. So that was, well, one of my good news was that the second good news, Senate, uh, Senator No, Governor Sununu wrote a letter to President Trump. Did you see that in your media? No. Um, about about uh, asking him to stop the deportation of the Indonesians. Uh, I didn't see that. And normally, I, uh, you know, the governor must not have. I did not see that come across my. It my came news. in fact the, the union Usu- leader has it too. Usually, or- usually, and maybe maybe I just missed it. But uh, I I'm pretty good about digging through my inbox to find stuff from the governor's office. I did not see that. Yeah, the union leader posted it, and and people are pretty happy. And I, you know, and I also told some of my allies. I said, you know, that's pretty. It's nice. It's very nice of him. And Foster Democrat, the Foster Democrat had an article, too, about uh, Hmm. um, that teaches all of us to not to be so partisan, to to include. And I've always been pretty good at that. I invite everybody and whoever shows up, shows up. Even I have a problem with what's happening with the Indonesians, because it seems to me from what I know, and I don't know a lot, that... um, they they they've been strung along all these years uh with the, with with a promise of uh citizenship and asylum asylum and asylum you get first you get asylum then you wait for one year then you can apply for residency right. so, then you have to wait 5 years to apply for citizenship so right. it's not that easy right so but, it seems to me that uh they've been strung along by uh any number of um, red tape and bureaucracy that's what right. it is and 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 they and they've spent Tons of money on attorneys and and the fees for every single appeal and little piece of paper that they file, and and, and now they you know after allowed to be here for twenty years working and doing something they're being deported. That is so unfair and so sad. Yeah, no, it it seems to me that they've been uh, abused by the system. So even I would probably say <gasps> you have a heart. You had to dig deep, deep, deep inside. <laughs> but even you have a heart. See. <laughs> I know I would find it someday. Hey, what am I, the Tin Man? <laughs> yeah. Ava Castillo, as always, we appreciate you being with us here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. Thank you. Go, Pat Long. Go. <laughs> A reference to the debate between Pat Long and Tim Baines in hour three of the show. I guess Ava's uh, declared her camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. We'll be back with the news.